comfortable I've ever been. <laughs> And it better fucking work. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, we're in there now. Um, so, please tell me your name one more time. Absolutely. Eric Michael Johnson, which is the whitest possible name in existence. <laughs> it's a mouthful. I'd already forgotten it. <laughs> um, Cooper's friend, um, an actor in L.A., I'm meeting you right for now for the first time. One of my favorite parts about this show, meeting new people all the time. Good to meet you. It's a pleasure. Yeah. We've already talked a little bit, um, um, getting to know each other. We were talking about writing. Um, ba- we're all writers. Uh, Coop writes rap. Um, right? What? What are you shaking your head for? Can't hear you. Are you shitting me? I can hear me. Is there just a deadline on my fucking thing? Oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> See, even when things aren't wrong, we're finding a way to fuck uh, it up. Uh-huh. Um, Unofficial. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So we're moving in three weeks, and we're getting new shit, because these things are starting to really piss me off. It's not a lot of big things. It's fine having hurdles, <laughs> gotta do it, but these are hurdles we don't need anymore. Yeah. These are unnecessary hurdles. You've evolved beyond these hurdles. Yes, these I are need a couple of XLR style. cables. You deserve bigger hurdles. And I need a new mic. He's convinced me it's mic. my mic. I don't think it yeah. was, but we're going to get a new mic and find out. I'm using it right now, and this mic sucks. I All like right. it. I think you sound great. I love my mic. Anyway, so we're here. And you were telling me about, um, you're an actor. You've been here for how long? I am. I've been out in Los Angeles for, what day is it today? Is it September? September 3rd. September 3rd, so just two weeks, so just over four years now. Wow. August 18th, wow. for some reason, I, I exactly remember High that School nice. and or college career, four-year period. It was a four-year, yeah. So I guess it's time for me to graduate and move on now, right? Um, graduate to being yeah, more to awesome, maybe. the next maybe. chapter of your life. Thank you. Graduate where'd to those you, bigger hurdles. Where yeah. did you move from? Oh, gosh, I've moved from all over the place. But the, the place that I was at before here was uh, Bloomington, Indiana. Mm. I was going to guess that. Midtown Americana. That was your guess? That was. I should have said it. Stop doubting yourself, Mark. You're a psychic, too. A little bit. (laughs) That's good. And you're from Wisconsin. I'm originally from, well, I say I'm from Wisconsin. That's the short form story. The long form story is that my dad was a captain in the Air Force. So I moved around my entire life. Why did you pick Wisconsin as your phony origin? Because, uh, (laughs) that's a great question. (laughs) We're all phony. When I I was concocting my origin story, uh, I pulled pulled inspiration from the fact that Wisconsin is the birth state to both my parents. Okay. And then when my dad left the Air Force when I was eight years old, we settled in Wisconsin. Okay. So I I actually traveled around to 46 of the 50 states and 13 different countries before I was eight. So I was- Just through your your father's military. Just through my dad being stationed a bunch of places in the Air Force. But then when we settled- Settled the, the formative years of my childhood were in Wisconsin. That counts. So I say I'm from Wisconsin. Tell me, though, where were you born? I was born on Ellsworth Air Force Base in South Dakota. Nice. Very, very open space. So you're from South Dakota. South Dakota, baby! <laughs> and then you were like three months old and you moved somewhere. I was, yeah. yeah. And then we went to uh, Rhein-Main Air Base near Frankfurt, Germany. Nice. So I got to go to one of the most beautiful, amazing countries in the world at an age where I couldn't enjoy any of it. Nice. Hey. Um, my dad's from Germany. I don't remember a shit we did when I was a kid. Yeah. So similar. My dad was in Frankfurt. Uh, Frankfurt. He was in the Air Force. Deutschland. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He what was a in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And then he started cooking for all the people in the Air Force. Nice. Like he would be like the chef on the on at the base. Wow. Yeah. And then any and purple hearts? Only a couple of years. Uh, no, but I got some purple this singe from an omelet in forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I'm making jokes, obviously, but I couldn't remember if you said grandfather or not. And I'm making it on the spot. I picked a bad year. I apologize. Joke ruined. Um, I do have a lot of respect uh, for people who, who cook professionally. And I don't mean like chefs that are fancy, like them too, but like dudes on the line yeah. who do have fucking burns all up oh, their yeah. forearms oh, yeah. from that fucking omelet. Grease like burns. those are real. Yeah. Those people, I mean, I tried it once, couldn't do it. I'm yeah. like, no, no. Not I, did, me. I did ovens once, and I burned myself so badly. I got thrown into it one night, and I hated it. And I love cooking. I cook yeah. every day, yeah. but I could not do it professionally. Was not interested. Yeah, that entire environment yeah. is just such a. It's such a. Oh gosh. Hey, just you want to slave in here for at a hundred degrees? Yeah, yeah, easily hundred degrees. And if you and the and sous if, chef yeah. is going to yeah. be screaming at you, and you're yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. going to mess something. Hopefully, up. you're at a place where that doesn't happen. Yeah. God damn yeah. those. Oh, good. So we are allowed to swear because I. Oh, you can say whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I don't know if I could live in a world where I couldn't swear. Yeah, that's gonna be bad. Yeah, there's no rules. I abuse it and I apologize, but I like it. Honestly, guys, if you're gonna be a line cook, you're gonna be swearing a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, so there's one. We just got a line cook. There's one. uh, One detail about you that I didn't know when I met you, but I find very interesting. What's that? What you overcame and had to deal with when you were younger. I want to hear this one. Oh, which yeah. I don't want to butcher it, but you, but you have a great way of saying it. 
to anybody who's like, oh, you had a back thing? And you go, I had both. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, 13 inches of stainless steel fused to my spine. Boom. Boom. That's what I was thinking. Titanium. Are you fucking Wolverine? There you go. There you so go. Wolverine's uh, visiting today. This is great. I am Please actually don't. a cyborg. On my Instagram handle, I say I'm a part-time juggler, full-time cyborg. So. I Wait, love it. You are cyborg. Yeah. Literally. I actually was just at the Hollywood Bowl concert on Sunday evening to watch John Williams, which yeah, was right. amazing, incredible. Yeah. And I did set off the metal detector walking You're, through. No, you did it. Yes, I did. They, really? they asked me, they're like, can you turn your belt over? And I'm like, it's not that. It's the 13 inches of stainless steel I fused <laughs> to my spine. He's a goddamn cyborg. <laughs> you let kinda... a goddamn cyborg in here, Cooper. Uh, uh, yeah. That's what happens, oh, man. No, it's not the belt. It's the 13 inches, no, it's of, the 13 stainless inches of stainless steel. I can show you the scar if you want. <laughs> just another opportunity to take um, off my shirt. So now yeah. tell us why. Yeah, tell us the story. Of course, yes. So uh, I've just been been the you know the the perfect picture of health my entire life um <laughs> i know where this is going <laughs> that's a lie uh, no i uh so i was weirdly enough i i remember the day that we discovered i had scoliosis for those that aren't familiar yes. curvature of the spine the day that it happened uh for some reason i i used to be in the scouts back in wisconsin and one of the the merit badges that you have to earn was physical fitness and part of it was and this is always my least favorite part the flexibility test you're just supposed to stand up and then bend over and try to touch your toes and uh, it was summer in Wisconsin. It was hot. It was humid. All the boys had their shirts off. And my mom remarked, uh, she was just like, your spine is really crooked. When I was doing the toe touch. And when I to bent the right over, to the left? it was like an S-shaped curve. Mm, boy. Yeah, it was, it was really gnarly. So we went to the, we just asked the, the doctor at the NS checkup. And I found out a whole thing about spines that I never knew before, which is that actually a lot of people have curvature of the spine and it's apparently common to have like a 10 degree or less curvature of the spine wow. and the way they they the way they measure that is they measure the angles it's usually like an s-shaped angle 10 degrees right. you can't see naked 10 eye. degrees or less you can't tell yeah, okay 15 to 20 to 25 is also common um that's considered full-blown scoliosis but it's not going to affect your health I was at 45 degrees. Whoa. Oh, my God. Right. You were just taking a fucking right turn. It was it was a right and a left and an up and a down, and I was just going to be the hunchback. And you already day. knew you didn't feel good? I it, So that's the thing. I didn't feel any pain whatsoever. Okay. But the way the doc described it to me is he said, typically people with this degree of the curvature, on average, it usually gets about one degree worse for the rest of your life. So if you don't feel pain now, in 30 years when it's You're a 90-degree curve, you're fucked. You're fucked. It's going to it's gonna throw all your nerves and everything out. So he said, Let, here, let's do this. Let's try some physical therapy. Let's try a back brace, which was super fun, guys. That was my senior year of high school. Got that's to wear when, a back brace all the time. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, guys. Guess how much. Uh, Were you still star quarterback of the football team? <laughs> <laughs> guys, I can't I say this. No, so Coach, I can't I, play I'm laughing game. a little bit here because Cooper knows uh, my high school situation, and it was not in any sort of way, that kind of thing. I was actually the captain of the high school trivia team the quiz bowl team that's the second thing i'd want after quarterback honestly. i was i was not in any <laughs> yes. sort of sports whatsoever your boy was uh, a trivia trivia nerd. well trivia. You, you you he looks as for people who can't see watching the show he's very athletic looking now thank yeah. you and we'll there's a reason a, for that we'll right post a picture of it there's a reason for that right yes absolutely well it was kind of because so so um i'm, I'm kind of rambling here but basically what we did was it was about a solid year of physical therapy and wearing this brace and yeah. it, it ended up it ended up straightening my spine a little bit, but then it also, what happened was flattened my back. Ooh. I also, I, so I have scoliosis and lordosis. Your back is supposed to curve in an S shape where the small of your back is concave and the top of your back is convex right. a little bit. That's a regular back. Mine is just one big concave Whoa. The whole thing. So combined with my asthma, which I've had since the age of two, I told you I was the... Yeah, I uh, know. I'm loving the, this. Right, this is yeah. great. Combined with all that, my doctor was like, oh, shoot. Okay, well, your back is curving in. You already have asthma. Your lungs are being compressed. We got to stop everything because uh, we're killing you. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, all right. So what's my next option? He's like, well, listen, we don't have to do surgery, uh, but your spine is, is mad crooked, so we should do surgery. While you're young and while you can recover. It's going to take two to three months to recover fully. Wow. Typically speaking, people that have the type of surgery I had, which was spinal fusion, where they literally take the 13 and a half inches of stainless steel and visit to your spine. <laughs> it's usually, yeah, just rip it's that out. It's a really usually, simple approach. Honestly, what it. they do, and it's so crazy. I've seen the video. They take a set of screws, which mm -hmm. have a hollow grooves at the top, and they drill them at a 45 degree angle into each of the... Uh, the, the individual little vertebrae in your spine. Oh. And then they thread, slowly, painstakingly, the metal rods through the grooves in the top of the screws. And you think it's some artful, really delicate procedure. It is not. No. If you YouTube spinal fusion surgery, it's doctors taking what look like car jacks and just wrenching your spine straight and jamming the steel into the groove 
of the, of the tops of the spines. I went, no joke, it was an eight-hour procedure. I went from 5'9" to 6'1 in eight hours. I gained four inches. That's how crooked my spine How was. much does this surgery oh cost? This was... <laughs> Can I get yeah. it this was This was covered by insurance. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, most painful thing I've ever woken up yeah. to. Because your nerves, your muscles don't know what the hell And they were jacking on it like a fucking car engine. And, and I saw Did you watch a video? I will I, not I, be watching I, the video. I watched a video of someone else, not yeah. my Did own. Did you vomit? You out? I, it absolutely freaked me Did out. Did you vomit? First like, of all, during they, the... No, so I was knocked. I was knocked the hell no, out. No, I meant during the video watching. Oh, during the video, <laughs> uh, I broke into a cold sweat I when I realized that they kind of. I just got the story. How long oh, yeah. after you had gotten the surgery did you watch the video, or did you watch the video before the surgery? I absolutely did not watch it before the surgery. Oh god, I was I was one of those guys. Oh, years later, it was it was a couple of weeks later. Oh okay, okay. Oh, it was okay. a couple of weeks later. I just re I I just kept feeling like the the way that I kind of describe it to someone is I kind of feel like a giant hand is clasping my spine. It's just like a stiffness at this point. It's not pain at this point, but I can definitely feel it. I can actually like rub my my muscles over certain screws so, in the spine and I can feel spine it. Your spine is actually better than ours now. It's 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 artificially reinforced. I could easily kill all of you. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I am a cyborg. Yeah, yeah he's I just a fucking, be, a fucking goddamn cyborg in the yeah. fucking. Uh, I don't know. We're talking about this later. Um, <laughs> it's like the most friendly way to hear you, you could die. You're like I could yeah. easily kill all of you. Right I could now. crush you both. They could put both of your throats <laughs> against the wall at the same time. Oh, exactly. That's great. Wow. I mean, uh, all you gotta do, all you gotta do to escape me though, is just run through a metal detector. I'm gonna be detained. You're not. Or, yeah, or buy a really big magnet. Or a really big. <laughs> run, I have run never tried that. Wait, do you think that would work? So it was supposed to I'm be titanium. I guess titanium is the is the is the the metal they use a lot of the time for the spinal fusion sure. surgery. But for some reason, they just said because of I I don't know the consequences, but they said there was a greater risk of the titanium snapping. If they put it inside my body, then stainless steel. And oh, I was like, well, I don't want that. That would be terrible. Go but for less snapping. And less, right now, if you get the stainless snapping. steel, we can knock off 10%. Right, exactly. Listen, it's only going to be $290,000. Hey I tell you right 000. now, and I mean, this is not news, but it's news to me right now because I'm thinking about it. You guys have probably already considered it. Yeah. But we there has never been a day in the history of our developed nation or, or society where someone isn't trying to find a new avenue for profit. That's always happening. They're doing a great job. And the elective fucking implanty surgery thing is going to get way weirder and way oh, more yeah. profitable. And it's gonna, it's like we're going to – a, a, a quarter of everyone's going to be a cyborg in 25 years. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I got a broom attached to my arm. Whatever it is. Whatever. To, to alleviate pain and while you're standing at work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Always sweeping. I mean they're going to put like metal things in people's fists to make them be able to punch Oh, hard. for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like it's going to Oh, yeah. It's but where is it going to stop to the point where it's got to be it regulated? Where No, it has to be regulated because everybody can't just people go and be like, hey, illegal I, surgeries. I want to get shotguns. They'll be so – they'll be <laughs> – at that you're not point. street legal, sir. Yeah. Listen, yeah. if you're going to have a shotgun attached to your arm, it needs to not be the sawed-off version, yeah. sir. It's you can't be, be able to conceal it. It's going to be a reasonable shotgun. Reasonable shotgun attached to my thorax. That's scary as so hell. That must have been a nuts senior year. It was. What kept happening was, so I was wearing this back race, and it was it was kind of like an exoskeleton. You could take so it off. I, I, I could take it off, but I was supposed to wear it for as, as long as I could. Just to change your so clothes, I, take a shower. I would literally, on. yeah, I would take it off to shower. I would sleep in it. Yeah. Which, let me tell you what, that sucked. Yeah. Uh, what also sucked was people just walking up to me in the hallways and just, like, punching me. Because Why would was, they do that? Well, because it was really, really hard. <laughs> so it was, like, it was a protective but, shell. So, but the, you, they knew you didn't like that. Well, you know, I high was... High school. I, high school. This was not confident, Eric. This was trying to make friends and be beloved by anyone, Eric. So I was I like, ah, like <laughs> yes, yeah. keep doing that, Punch friend. Punch it. <laughs> Punch it. I love this. This is great. If you're going to be a bully, if you're going to be a bully, it needs to be funny. That's the only it wasn't even. Way. It wasn't yeah. even like a, you suck. It was like, ah, look at this shell. It's so hard. Bah, ah, ah, God. Walking in between glasses. Not cool. You know? Don't like that story. Well, yeah. you know, listen, we've grown from that. Since. Those people probably have I'm a much literally and physically. Literally and physically, yeah. I have So now, grown. finish up why you look buff now yes, based on this. absolutely. So that was part of the whole transformation thing. So uh, that was after my freshman year in college. Hmm. 
so had health insurance. Uh, it only took me two to three months, and I was already doing cartwheels. I guess this type Ooh. of surgery is usually done by people um, in their 40s and 50s, and they can take up to like a full year oh, um, wow. to recover, which is crazy. So uh, I had always been a really skinny, small kid. My metabolism was crazy, which was oh. good because my mom likes to bake really sugary, Great. good, fine things. Oh. I, like, I like this part of the story. And brownies and cakes and cookies and oh batter and dough. Lemon bars. Yeah, so oh. uh, I had just grown up eating that. I did not do the healthy diet thing at all. Yeah. And as as it happens to so many of us, unfortunately, my metabolism kicked out on me right around uh, 20 years of age. Whoa. And I actually, uh, I hadn't stopped eating and drinking like soda. I, I, was, sure. drink, I was drinking two things a month do a day. And wow. I, I put on, uh, I had an internship in Chicago in 2011 when I was in college. And I didn't realize this, but I look at pictures back from, from that period. I had put on 45 pounds. Over wow. the course of a year, Damn. just 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 eating at twenty at at uh, at that point I was twenty at wow. that point I was twenty I just I had never I had never been in sports growing up that was forty five pounds of the bad weight it was of the bad weight yeah, yeah, of, yeah of sugar weight it was all fat and I, I kind of took a look at myself and it the the whole process became when I graduated from college I went to Bloomington Indiana which was my first real job um, you were asking me if I was a writer earlier mm -hmm. uh, I was a technical writer for the United States Navy technical writer Te so I did I I worked on one of the main projects I worked on was a technical repair manual for, I'm going to try to avoid naming this project. It was a high-definition camera turret unit that would be mounted on uh, several different models of, of, of aviation aircraft for, for the U.S. Army. How did you end up there? Basically, I swapped majors when I was in college. I originally went into school for chemical engineering. My mom was a, a math major growing up. She had a physics minor. She she was always really scientifically minded, and my father was as well. And she baked. And yeah. she baked. I you like guys. this. I like that lady. Yeah. What a lady. What a lady. Shout what out to lady. shout out to Susan Johnson. Susan, Susan Johnson. Hi mom. Susan. Mom. And uh, yeah, so so I went into school. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be that engineer. I'm gonna combine the math and science. And um, I found out that most engineering jobs are like in plants and a chemical engineer was going to be in a yeah. unit operations lab in an underground room for like 50 years of my life. And I was like, oh, kill Sign me. me up. Oh, yeah. No, that's the worst. <laughs> uh, just, just, just put yeah, a nail yeah. through my eye. Uh, so I, I swapped majors after a whole quarter life crisis into something called STC, which sounds like an STI. But uh, I miss STD. Right. Yeah. I miss it. I do too. It just it was, it rolls, rolls off, off the, the tongue. tongue. Yeah, STD, baby. This guy gets it. It was. It was. It was <laughs> the it. only upside to STDs. <laughs> rolls off the tongue, bro. Rolls off the tongue, baby. Uh, Got that chlamydia. You know what I mean? Clap, oh, but clap. no, no. Listen, listen. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. So it's good. Tongue twister. Basically, I swapped my majors, and it was. It's writing. It's communication. But it's with a technical bent. So it'll be writing for, uh, instead of doing creative writing, it mm -hmm. would be writing with a mathematics background, writing with an engineering background. So you're going to be writing, but it's specifically writing a repair manual or writing That's a, a how-to. That was the major you switched to? I swapped into it because I... I'm, That's a major? It, it was. It's a very small major, but Nerd the university... Writers. Oh, yeah. I love And for that. the record, Nerd and I'll, I'll show different this kinds out, of writers. Right, right, right. Michigan Technological University in the Upper Peninsula of the great God's country of Michigan uh, has the largest scientific and technical communication program in the nation. Wow. That's where you went. Why? That's where I went. Why wow. don't we know that? Why, that isn't I, why aren't the kids talking I don't about know. this? That's now everybody will know it now. But yeah. I swapped majors into that and got a job writing for, for the Navy, uh, cool. specifically with that technical bent. So when I was there, that was kind of the, the peak zenith of, of, of unhealthy Eric. Peak zenith. I was still... I was still oh, and, you're, and were you around all these guys in the I Navy, I was around too? all these Marines oh, and these Jesus. soldiers. And they're all Who doesn't want that? Well, they're you know, like, you I mean... Do. Yeah, you know, you just wake up in the morning and look at yourself naked and cry, you know? And then, and then, <laughs> I know who's going there, but yes, understood. And then you gotta go. Work, and then you gotta go work with all these. These. That's how these you gotta go write a paragraph about fucking like. <laughs> let's let's talk about how I wake yeah, up that way every morning. Well, I mean, something. I mean, that's just that's how I spend my off time now. But but um, it was right around that time that um, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, I'll, I'll say his first name, Josh. Um, Fake name. It was a fake name. I'm not going to say his last name. I know a lot name, of Josh's. But, uh, it could be anybody. Uh, he was a really good friend of mine. I, I had moved down to Indiana. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have any family in that region. Um, it was just the new job. I was fresh out of college. I was new. Um, I was very lonely. I'll be honest. I yeah. mean, it's that first job out of college that can be that can be hard if you, don't you know, know any new place yeah. first time. Yeah. that young. Oh, dude, any emotion so you instead of like lonely. buy it. Oh, you didn't, really, you didn't really know anybody there. I didn't know a single. Pr it's Indiana. My wow. 18 year old nephew is at college right now for the first like month. His first like. 
And he's like, I haven't met anybody cool yet. And I'm like, no, you, you will. Don't worry. <laughs> You're the cool guy. They'll meet maybe you. That's, maybe that's why. He's exactly. like, oh, I'm the only cool yeah. one? No one's cool. Get on my level. So, so basically what he did was he said, what do you do when you go home? And I was like, oh, I go home and I play Halo with some friends from Wisconsin. And then I cry myself to sleep. And he's like, I'm going to pretend you didn't say any of that. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to come with me to the gym. This is some random guy in the Josh. This, this, this is, is a, Josh. This, this Josh. is a coworker of mine. Uh, this is a coworker of mine. Okay. And, a mentor and he of mine. was pretty in shape at the time. He was, yeah. So he was, uh, he 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 was a marine. Got it. So oh, so the he marine. said he yeah. said he so said come sick. work out with me. And I was like, definitely, I've never done that once in my life. Probably not going to start now. And he's like, cool. Except for you are. I'll drag you there if I have <laughs> oh, that's to. Awesome. And I was like, all right, all right, cool, 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 cool. Like it was that. it was a free gym, and uh, I honestly, guys, he I had never, I didn't even know how. Right. To, I didn't know proper form. I didn't know any of that stuff. I hated it. The of first course. three, the three, you're, I just, still hate you're it. sweating. It smells. Yeah. It's gross. And then, and then you see that, and then you see the first muscle, or you see the first ab, and you're like, oh, oh, I get it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then you start to get the confidence, and then people respond to the confidence, and obviously, it's just a cascading loop of, you know, there were there were little things like I would literally be able to walk up a flight of stairs without breaking into a sweat, which I had. That's been what able it was to, before. Well, yeah, I was so I I think at my I think I got up to 245 pounds. Wow. I'm 6'1", 245 pounds, and it wasn't muscle. I was just, Big. I was fat. Is that how, how much you are now? No, right now I, I have a comfortable carrying weight of around 200 to 205. Nice. Dude, yeah. you fight 205? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you Light heavyweight, John Jones. <laughs> you, I, I, I. I Did you ne- trivia 205? I've, I've never been in a fight. <laughs> I've never been in a fight. Good for you. I'm going to be super honest with you. I mean, that's not crazy. I would get my shit wrecked. I would take one hit to the face and really? I'd be down. No, 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 no. Hold I on really a second. do. Oh, feel no, that. no, no. That's not necessarily true. You do not. I think since you've never been in a fight. It. No, no, no. Since you've never been in a fight, you don't know what would happen when your adrenaline for survival yeah, would kick crazy. in. It's you true. You might be a secret fucking ninja. I know I am not a fighter. I've been in a couple of like grade school spats that um, I was punched but didn't break into a fight. So I can't, I can say the same like I've never really been in a fight fight. Right. But I do fear. The person that sets me off. I I'm I'm familiar with. I did a little bit of that stuff when I was a kid, like uh, training him. Like not a lot, just a little bit. I know there's a part of me that e- a train fighter I would not be able to fight, of course. But a person of equal <laughs> size and also maybe a non-fighter, he, he motherfucker would be in trouble. And that's Done. probably where you would be. If you got, I like that, I appreciate. it. Mine's yeah. a big UFC fan, and I'm putting it out in the world right now. If anybody can make this happen, whoever listens to this podcast, if we can get Mayan in the octagon with anybody, literally anybody, I can wear a shirt, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me naked in octagon is such an enticing that's idea. A, that's, a, that's an intimidation thing. That's a TV but show. You got man. the mental edge and something like that. I wouldn't want to fight yeah. a naked, sweaty man in the that's octagon. That's a very good point. You know what I mean? I don't think it would go long enough to break a sweat. When, whenever someone... <laughs> if, then the fight's over. If anybody <laughs> would fair. try to get yeah. into a fight with me or, or I felt threatened when I lived in, in uh, Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn, when I would walk home at late at night from class, if it was like, you know... If I stayed in Manhattan, it's like 2 a.m. at this time. I got robbed once already in Brooklyn. I'd be pretty like scared walking home. So I, I, after I got robbed once, I decided if anybody looks a little threatening to me or if anybody looks like they're about to press on me or try to fuck me up, I would act like not homeless but crazy. Oh, Dude, yeah. so don't over, don't complicate it. Just shit yourself. Oh yeah. No, so one time, so <laughs> one time, dose, my friend. I'm telling you that would work. So, Why not both? Yeah, but one time I was, I felt that I was like, these guys are sketching You're me out on this corner. Like they just looked like they were eyeing me up as I'm walking kind of towards that corner because I'm on my way to my to the place I was living at. And this is maybe like six months after I'd gotten robbed, and as as soon as they turned and looked at me, I immediately went and I stopped walking and started looking up to the sky and then just shouted like a, ah, they're coming! And just spinning around. What did you yell? Just, they're coming. Like, <laughs> they're coming. They're, yeah, and I, I was just like, ah, ah, and then they were like, yo, fuck this, and like, dip, <laughs> and they walked it, and I was like, oh my God. The people that you thought were going to mug you were probably just people walking down the street, right? No, they were they were hanging out on the corner. They weren't yeah. walking, so they were like, you know, it was on, they were on the block. They probably lived so, there. Oh, so they could. They, it's possible they weren't criminals, though. You just profiled. no, I don't think they were criminals. Okay. I'm not trying to. Pro- I like the preemptive safety approach. No, listen, I'm not well, trying to profile them, but I'm telling you, at two two thirty a.m. when there's a big group, not saying they were black, not saying they were white, not saying they were whatever Mexican. I think it you could just be, told us it could were. it could be any race. I'm just saying. <laughs> late at night 
honestly, scary white guys are way scarier to me than any scary black guy. <laughs> You're not guy. in a hole. Don't worry. You're doing <laughs> no, fine. But, I'm, but, but my friends and I, my friends and I would talk about this in college, how a scary like white dude with a neck tattoo who's Terrifying. like looks like he's seen some shit. Guy's going to fuck me up. It, I, that freaks me out. For me, the skinnier, the scarier. Yeah. Yeah, what's the deal with that? <laughs> now I'm just now I'm just picturing Christian Bale in the machinist. Like that's the Dude, most terrifying that's scary. person. Yeah. It's or, terrifying. Or, or Ed Norton in uh, American, American History X. X. That yeah. is like Curb scary stomp. to that's me. That's scary. That's yeah. probably why I'm so scared of that is because I watched that movie. Anyway, I freaked out and just yelled they're coming. Mad dog. Yeah, I went mad dog. Because honestly, that shit happens all the time in Brooklyn. Honestly, <laughs> if you're just cruising Main and you're on Because they were just hanging yeah. on the street. Because yeah. they were probably just regular people <laughs> hanging out on the street. Yeah, because regular people hang out at 3 a.m. They do. They yeah, absolutely sure. fucking do. All right, listen, yeah, I'm just a small town boy from Wisconsin. No, I don't understand your big town Brooklyn way. Dude, people people, hang people on the street definitely turn and look at you and say, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> I'll also say that, you know, sometimes regular people are also criminals. Yeah, true. Like, if there's no, like, yes or no, like, good or bad, like... <laughs> oh, I feel like everyone's a criminal. I, I've stolen some gum from a store. That's illegal. That's Hold a, on, I got to call the police. I, I didn't realize I'm I was saying working though, with a criminal. Look at this guy just casually uh, saying I'm on that a he's a right uh, criminal. My co-host just admitted to a crime. Can you please come here and arrest him? You hear that? Um, <laughs> that was a gift stolen. for me. How no, dare you are, use oh, take did it? You steal those are that? Tic Tac. What's that? <laughs> oh, um, would you like a, a Capricorn? Oh my God, I haven't had one of these since <laughs> since my scoliosis days. About gangster right? life and so criminals. Hey, you want a Capri Sun? You guys, this is my favorite. This is my favorite flavor too, strawberry kiwi. I no. had a feeling. This is the. Did one. I not tell you I was somewhat clairvoyant? Best podcast ever. I'm. This is going to be the thing that links you back to a sugar addiction. It's going to be my fault that he relapsed. Honestly, you guys, I have you to get something to you. I had. I can do this one here. I think. I. I got. I got one of those protein bars from Starbucks this morning. Those things have like 20 grams of sugar. There you go. I'm buzzing right Good. now. Good. I love it. Buzz, buzz, buzz. That's how <laughs> I do it. So, um, Caprison. Is that how you say it, Caprison? Mm -hmm. I see no other way to say that. That's definitely the one and only way to say that. <laughs> I tried to look it up earlier because I've been saying Capri Sun my whole life. That's the American Obviously version. It's Capri Sun. But I Obviously. think Capri it's Sun. from. A, it's I think it's from like like uh, the Netherlands or something uh, originally, and I think it's like Capricorn, like it's some like weird pronunciation. Um, it's like I swear to God, I couldn't find an answer though. Um, but I'm gonna go with that because I think it. I think it makes sense. So do you say it's Los Feliz or Los Feliz? I say both. I bounce back and forth. Oh, lame. I'll tell you right now. Los hey, I say interesting and interesting Los depending Feliz. on the sentence. Interesting. I say um, I say aluminum and aluminium if I'm traveling. Oh, I do do the worst. <laughs> do you say apricot or apricot? Both. Apricot, apricot, I'll, I say both. Uh, I also say endive and endive, depending on, on the moment. Wait, wait. What? Say that one again. Endive and endive. Ugh. Who are you? It's French. Endive. It's French. No, I understand endive. that. I'm just... But I say endive, too. You know, I also say croissant and croissant. Oh. It depends. Oh, God. Get it out of here. Depends. I don't... I never this say burrito, This is way though. worse than I me racial profiling. <laughs> I never say taco. <laughs> I always say... I have my... Like, speaking of awesome moms. Here we my go. My mom... Yeah. Let's go down to the I awesome actually have a decent... Accent oh, for a white guy doing act oh, okay. like other languages. It's not bad. My mom was the same, and she was always very worldly. And um, she had a company when I was a kid, and she had a couple of employees that were El Salvadoran. And so she spoke a little Spanish, actually quite good. But her accent was always like over the top, and they loved it. But as a kid, you're like, can you please fucking ease up on the... And she'll do that here. I swear to God. She's 77 years old. The last time she was here, she was like, I said, oh, yeah, uh, let's go to... Let's go to Alhambra to get that thing. She was like, it's Alhambra. And I'm like, no, it's not Alhambra. It's fucking Alhambra. I'm American. Yeah. I live in California. Yeah. It's fucking Gardena. Leave me alone, it mom. <laughs> Stop bullying me. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. Calabasas. It's I Calabasas. Oh, it's zucchini. She goes the full... Yes. I love she, the idea. Yeah. Does she of say like Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> no. I think she says LA. I, I love the idea of her walking line. in somewhere and she'd be like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, oh no, we're in Mexico. Okay. Hola, como estas? Bien, gracias. And just getting really into it. She loves it. And it's yeah. funny because I remember that from when I was a kid and they did that joke on SNL in like the 90s sometime. Oh, wow. Um, it's a great joke. Everyone kind of identify with it. We all have, and we all have certain words. I got a buddy. He, he doesn't give a shit, but he makes funny when I say croissant. I don't say croissant. I just say croissant. I don't do the croissant thing sometimes. Where do you say it? What do you mean? Like when you say I use sometimes croissant or croissant. Or I buy almond croissant? croissant from Trader Joe's every goddamn week. I say it I weekly. <laughs> I'm so angry. But I you said go, you, but you said you use both. So what in your head makes you say croissant? Because sometimes I'll be around people who I know 
um, will judge you. Judgmental. Not necessarily judge me, but it's gonna it's gonna divert the conversation to this right, instead right, of me right. getting what I want. Right. So I just say croissant. Like, just give me the croissant. Like, got it, got but it. it feels weird for me to say croissant. Right, because if someone was going out and getting food for everybody, you're at like a weekend getaway. Right? So I was like, Maya, what do you want? You <laughs> turn over and you go, I'm in let me get a croissant. croissant. Every, he would <laughs> shut the door and be like, let's, we gotta talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It would waste a lot of time. I totally get that. That's fair. I, told um, you, I told you my theory on So the now you're big, buff, tall. Big uh, buff tall. It's because it's because I drank life. my milk and I had my croissants. Yep. Growing up, is and milk, you came out. Strong? So you quit. You quit the navy Strombos. job. Yeah. Basically. So so what really the the navy job came after. So when I when I swapped from from engineering. Yeah. Into technical communication in college, I had to take some summer courses to kind of catch up, transfer uh-huh. some of the credits. And one of the classes I took was uh, with um, Dr. Anderson. Shout out. Cool. Uh, she was a professor of digital media. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, it was a literal elective three course filler just to kind of try to catch up. And for the final project in the class, we had to do something in a medium that we hadn't a digital medium that we hadn't worked with before. So my mom, to drag it back to, to it. great moms, is actually a photographer as well. Of course. Uh, and so I had uh, had a lot of experience with photography growing up, which is what most of the people in the class did. They did a, a photo collage or some sort of art exhibit with their photography. And I was like, I wanna, I'm going to make a movie. I'm going to shoot a short video. I've always wanted to do it. I kind of fell in love with the medium when I was uh, six. And Star Wars was there the first go. sci-fi fantasy film I ever watched. Ooh. And fell in love with the two things. Fell in love with the music of John Williams ever since. And, and fell in love with just movies in general. So um, at the time, being the, the, the ultra nerd that I was... I decided to do a, a loving parody video of what was already a parody video, which is Weird Al Yankovic's White and Nerdy. I don't know that. It is a parody of Chameleon Air's Ride and Dirty. So it's, Chameleon Air is a real person? Chameleon Air yes. is, I think, probably made up by the Illuminati, but they still produce music under that title. So Okay, well, I thought it was a joke on 30 Rock. It's a really a person. Uh, is it a real person? person? Musician. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was a joke on 30 Rock. 30 Rock is one of my favorite shows. It's, well, it's my third favorite sitcom after Seinfeld in The Office. Okay, that's yeah. fair. The line that always sticks with me is, Jack, why are you wearing a tux? It's after five, I'm not a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, am no, I, com- what am I, a what farmer? Am, what am I, a farmer? <laughs> it might be a separate joke, but Chameleon Air is a person. It's a rapper. Okay. He's a real boy. I just thought yeah, it's yeah. such a funny name. They used it, and I thought, God, it's pretty cool. Well, it's not his real name. I'd like it. It's his, like, no, stage that's name. His, that's his, yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah, I don't know what his real name Beyonce. is. Beyonce. Yeah. Right. Or um, Whoopi Goldberg. Right. I found out the other day her name is like Karen Johnson. I'm going to be very honest with you. I found out two seconds ago that Whoopi Goldberg was not Whoopi Goldberg's name. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Your boy is feeling dumb. <laughs> no, um, I just heard that. I just learned that on uh, uh, Dax Shepard's podcast. Wait, Pretty is Cher's name not Cher? Probably not. Ugh. Yeah. Just having the band-aids ripped off here. But regardless, yeah. I shot this Sorry. movie. I shot this parody video, and I expected it to get 200 views because it was shot on a shitty little point-and-shoot camera edited with Windows Movie Maker with my 2010 Dell laptop. And it was it's it's honestly it's the quality is low, but it was the most fun I I think I had ever had doing any sort of education related project cuz yeah. I was I started in it. I'm the one that did all the location scouting. I found all the you did locations. The whole thing. I did the, I did everything. I was the editor. Uh, I produced it. I I wrote not obviously the original lyrics um but I I wrote directions and kind of blocked it all out and filmed it. And that was so I, I I discovered that I loved it, but what really cemented it was when it had ten thousand views a day later. Whoa. And it was blowing up around campus. Wow. And now it has uh for my first little video, I think it's at like I think it's at seventy thousand views. That's amazing. Can we find like it? Of course we you can. You might be able. It's called uh, might. White and Nerdy Michigan Tech Edition. I love that. Oh yeah. You wanna see your little nerdy Eric Johnson from a decade ago? I do. Oh, oh yeah. Are you Boy. looking it up? While he's looking that I'll up. I'll keep talking. Yeah. yeah so I basically, wanna, hey, I, I fell going. in love with this project. I fell in love with the whole process. And I had actually had a buddy at the time uh, from small town Poplar, Wisconsin, move out to Hollywood. Bridger Zadina, good friend of mine. Uh, he's, a, he's a successful actor out here. So I reached out to him to just talk about the highs, the lows, the nitty gritties, and like the, the reality, everything of what it would take to actually move out here and pursue acting as a real thing. Because I think it's a pipe dream for, you know, so many people that are like, yeah, I could be a fireman or an actor or Batman or something like that. And it's I was like, a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dream, though, 
for most people. Yeah. And I was like, how do we for make that? For most people who pursue for most it, like, people it starts it. as a... Uh, it starts as, yeah. And for so many people, it's something that is not... You don't leave your job to do it. It's hardly obtainable. It, yes. So I just talked to him about how to obtain it. Tell me about the different parts of LA. Tell me where to avoid. Tell me how to get my union vouchers. Tell me how to join SAG. Tell me how to get the representation. Tell me about the success rate of auditions. Tell me about how many years of hard work and failure are ahead of me before I succeed. You know, give me sure, all the sure. rundown. So we kept in touch over the years. And uh, I kept creating videos. I created Ewok Love and I created the the, the sequel good. to yeah, it's it's intimate. I, uh, I created the sequel to White Nerdy Michigan Tech Edition, which was Plots, which is a parody of LMFAO's Shots. Wrote that one with my with my buddy Peter Denny. Uh, are and, these and all kind parodies? Of, these are all, uh, yes, most of them. Yes, they are. So that's your thing as far as this particular... It, it was. It, when I started out, it was yeah. entirely parodies, <laughs> but I fell in love with the whole process. Uh, and after talking to Bridger for about two to three years, I kind of in my head decided... You know, and and it, there was obviously some personal stuff going on at the time, and and I just really kind of you know it's cliche as hell, but life is short. Just try it. Just it's try cliche, it. but for if, a you, if you try and fail, at least you'll know. hundred percent. And I and I am terrified of not knowing. In my mind, that's way scarier. Way, than, that's a way better uh, thing would, to be afraid. You don't want to be on your deathbed being like, "Hey, man, what if I would have been the nice, you know, Bill Burr, the next great stand-up comedian?" And, that's but yeah, I, that's the ultimate um, house, fear. Know, right, is not regret. So so I was life. like, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it smart. Uh, so I, I, my original plan had been to join the Navy, work for them for about a decade or so, oh my uh, God. and then, That's and then time. come out to California. There was some life events that happened where I ended up cutting it short. Um, but I was incredibly thankful for that time there, but I saved up a lot of money and just, and through caution, the wind, I didn't have a wife or kids or a, a house, you know, my <laughs> car was actually bought off at that time. I had nothing anchoring nothing me in your to way. Indiana. So I was like, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And that's when I moved out here. That, that was, was the right choice. Ago. I mean, yeah. sometimes you don't know, but I mean, I think leaving the Navy you for found it. <laughs> um, anything is the right choice. Oh, uh, you found it. oh boy. Yeah. There it is. You it? Oh my God. Oh, you should see me. Oh, you look great. That's hilarious. That's me from a decade ago. That's amazing. That's, that's um, young Eric. Yeah. While you guys are watching that, uh, Gerald Ford, <laughs> our, I don't know, <laughs> 38, 38th president. Yes. Gerald president Ford's Ford. Gerald Gerald Rudolph Ford Jr. was born Leslie Lynch King Jr. What? Yeah, that's not his real name. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford. Gerald is Rudolph a... Ford Jr. was born yeah. Leslie Lynch King Jr. Hey Leslie Lynch King, you'll never be president. Yes, I will. Call me Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> what the fuck? So I won't I won't bore you with it, but his mom married somebody else and things changed. Is Obama's name even Obama? Has to be. It's Who would change your name to Obama? Well, his last name's Obama. Either one. Barack so, is his first name. Barack. 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 Barack Obama. Barack. Obama. God, he's a <laughs> yeah, charming asshole. <laughs> you have to be a charming asshole to be president. There's really no way around it. I don't think, except for... You have to be a lunatic to be president. Yeah, Absolutely. For sure. Um, I think... Um, what's his name? Um, the peanut farmer. Help me out. For uh, Nixon, Ford. This is where my blank historical. Um, am I allowed to Google? Uh, no, no, I can get it. I can get it. Uh, he makes houses for the poor. He's still alive. He was the only president that never murdered anybody. Carter? He's the Thank you, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Jimmy Carter. Um, uh, I think Jimmy Carter is the only person that might not have been an asshole. Yeah. And he may have been too, but like he you should have run to be, an asshole. He should run again. You know what? At this point, it Fuck doesn't. It. Mean, it may. You know what, guys? Well, it, maybe it may not. If you, did you guys see the big hack? Yes. Did you? No. It Fantastic. may not even matter what's right or what we want. It might. I mean, I wasn't. I honestly, the last couple of cycles, I was like, we've got to get these um, computer voting things in check. Anybody can hack them, and we knew that. They took it to a level I didn't even see coming. Targeting ever. I mean, did you see it? I'll just give you one little gist. You say, if, you ha- if you haven't seen it, you really, really should. I haven't finished it. It's one of those it. terrifying ones that yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. Please, I'm about, please, a, I'm about an hour in, and I want you to back me up and sure. tell me if I'm getting this right. Sure. Long story short, through algorithms and, and programming and technology and social media, specifically, most importantly, uh, Facebook, I believe, a company was able to target swing state area on the fence voters, not people you can't change their minds, but people in swing states where the swing states matter who haven't picked who they want to vote for yet, and they and they found out who they were to a point where they had 5,000 points of data through connections with 
for every, every person in America. Person. Even if you're not person. on Facebook, they still have information on you through other people who are. And they bombarded those people, those areas, those swing states with people who would change, who could change, with their propaganda for Trump. And well, that's why Trump won. Not because, because he didn't get more votes. No one, that's not even a fucking secret. Like, we all know Hillary yeah. got three, three million additional votes. But it was so over, it was a landslide over a fucking, and you loot, like, it felt weird. But that's basically why. And it was all using information that every single one of us just inputs into Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Voluntary and then, and, then, and then it's voluntary. And then they just share that with everyone else. And everyone here, it's not it's not a secret. You say something out loud and you're getting an ad for it on Facebook 20 minutes later. They, yeah, they, they're listening to your – obviously, they're listening to the mics. Everything is interconnected. Uh, the information between all these platforms and even is if they shared. Aren't, there are Senate they hearings. They will at some point. Yeah, exactly. something they haven't done yet, oh, then they will be doing dude, it eventually. Lily and I, uh, we were sitting in the living room. We were watching TV, and we – we would say like something about car insurance or something about this, and then literally minutes later, it's like progressive, and it just pops up. And we were like, "All right, this is getting too much." Like it minority kept, report, but then it kept happening, kept happening. It's so then, so now I'll 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 be like, "Boy, I'm sick of these," or like, "So stoked we just bought a car or whatever to get rid of like the car ads." And and now I'll just I write on a piece of paper and I'll like slide her a note and I'm like they're listening, dude. That's a great commercial. You have to be like a fucking oh, spy funny. with your own wife. You yeah, in your own home. In your that's, own home. That's some Truman Show. Yeah, shit. that's a great visual though. Yeah. Like I locked you nailed it. That's and great. Let's write that. In case I don't see, you. I think we just good did. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Oh, we should nice. start our own company with self. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, man. are you an Office fan? I am an Office. Fan. Oh, there, that's you reminded me. I, I wanted. You're welcome. Every, oh, first of all, if you're not an Office fan, why? Fuck off. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Get Literally, out. why do you exist? And, yeah, and also, sense. welcome back to Earth. Also, yeah. how long have you been gone? Right. Um, but I wanted to say, I wanted to ask you something, uh-huh. and then I think he would find it interesting. I'm sure. Do have you yet? Pardon me. <laughs> Perfect. Have you good yet? What's that? That was good vibrato. Oh, thanks. Nice. <laughs> I do have a nice vibrato. Good tone, good pitch <laughs> to that belt. This guy's got a good sense of uh, <laughs> recognizing skills. I'm going to give it a six. That was a nice vibrato. I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I, I like this guy. I like this guy. Um, no, have you, have you watched yet the final episode of Game of Thrones? No. <gasps> he hasn't? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to tell you now no, what he's done. He now I I kept trying to I kept talking to mine about Game of Thrones. There was a point in time you hadn't watched it. Had yet. never you were seen part it of before. the bandwagon or not bandwagon, but you were part of the this is group of people six that six months ago. I don't need to watch resistors. it. Yeah, I dra- uh, you, yeah. You know, it wasn't on my radar. I didn't have HBO. Yeah. I wasn't into fantasy or, or exactly that stuff. Like right I just there. wasn't. If you can tell from. 45 minutes with Mayan, you know if, when he's passionate about something, he's passionate and he has a good way of explaining it. And he would explain to me really well how he doesn't like fantasy shows. I don't know about the dragons, everything. So in my mind, I'm like, it's lost. He's as, not- a, as a simple explanation of that, um, I organically couldn't take it seriously, so I right. wouldn't be emotionally invested. Could I, couldn't appreciate fake, the I couldn't fake the care about what was going on. And then sure. my argument was, uh, uh, what's his name? Tyr- Tyrion. Um, Tyrion Lannister. The actor. The end. Uh, Oh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Dinklage. Peter Dinklage said a great thing. He was like, I didn't like fantasies. I didn't like dragons. I didn't like any of that stuff. I never wanted to play. And they asked, do you want to play a dwarf in this fantasy show? And the last thing I wanted right. to do was that. Right. And then he said he got the script. And I was like, oh, no. This is a show about the pe- about people. It's and political like characters. family drama. So that was my big, like, dude, it's characters. Like, you're an actor. You're going to love it. And... Uh, eventually, anyway, he watched it. He started it, and he was into it. He was like, "I'm yeah. in it. I'm in oh, it." Yeah. So yeah, huge yeah. fan. And then he's coming in. I get to kind of relive it, where he's like, "Dude, the red wedding," and it's Ugh. like, "I'm like, oh my god, oh my I love god. this." And I'm always curious where he's out. at. Yeah. So what he did now was he watched the whole series all the way up to the finale, the the last episode, and then he didn't want it to end. So <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no. So not he started over. You He's, started over. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did. No, I did it again too. I watched it. I stopped. I haven't watched the last episode again. And now I put it on the shelf. Like I'm coming back to but it wait, at some point. You, you obviously know what happens. The no, I don't. The internet I, hasn't I don't, spoiled it for you. I don't. Yeah, I how do very, you live like that? Because I feel all, like it's everywhere. I, don't, well, I just wonder I, how someone hasn't. I mean, the I won't, only I won't website. Be the, guy. the only website I spend time on really is Reddit. And I don't go to that Reddit subreddit. Boy, oh, okay. and on the front page you can see the title if it's something about that. What's well, the don't front page of the it. internet? Yeah, what I'm saying is I've successfully yeah. avoided knowing the details of the final episode. I'm yes. actually really impressed by that. Right, there are some 
big things that happen. I in that know, huge, and I don't want. No, I, I won't say yeah, anything. Please, I just, you know, you and I. You know. Everyone knows. Ah, yeah, yeah, who doesn't? You know, dude, trying to missing we, a, missing a UFC event and trying to get through the fucking gauntlet of spoilers is an art form. I have to. I have to tell. I, I have to tell people at work. Don't say shit right. about the fight. If you see it on your break, I haven't seen it yet. I, right. Over like, a fight. Please I do not tell me who wins the fucking fight. I can't even imagine the fate of the person who would give a, who gives away Game of Thrones to him. That's gonna be. That's biblical. gonna be the These day the that moments. you snap. These are the moments <laughs> yeah. where I and snap in fight. life, where I worry right. what would happen if someone really pushed me. That's what I'm right. saying. Like that's the moment where we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Where that's where we're buying. Ow. It snaps. Yeah, and just kills. yeah no, it that's happens. where that's where you fight for and real. And then some UFC Maybe agent sees it and he's like, "Him, some, like, we need to like, sign him." This guy. That's the one. Hey man, if, if UFC develops and it become like a lower tiered version of people who just never fought but they want to, and they like I coin that. that, I want to watch yeah, that, that show. Like fans, yes. dude, it would be a getting in shape show. It would be a getting your life in order show. It would be like testing, like if you really oh, want to like fight, can you take a punch? Like right. is Dana there no. White, Dana White like could that? kill that with the UFC. If there, you know, I the real Ultimate Fighter. You just need one. You need one the average fire. average schmo to just show, just compare yeah. how good these like ultimate actual superhumans are compared to us schmucks. Right. Right. I want that with the Olympics too, by the way. Yo, For the hundred meter sprint, I want some dude that just Don't got we ripped have off that, the couch. Though? It's called Do YouTube. We? <laughs> yeah. Unprofessional Olympics, YouTube. This guy tries to jump over this thing. Like this guy yeah. is gonna race. <laughs> oh, Usain you know Bolt. what? I heard that video that the other crazy. day. Someone was referencing that video of that. You remember, you guys ever see the one where this woman? They're at like a wine harvest festival and or grape harvest or something, and and they're the grape lady. Yeah, uh, she's the grape lady is the stomping the, the, on it. The, it's the video that started the internet. I don't know if you were there. Oh my god! Did you see the one that slipped and fell? Yeah. Yes, yes she plus, please. Oh, 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 no, no, it's not. It's oh, 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 oh. That's what it is. Yeah, listen to that. Here's my favorite part about that. It's one of the best videos ever made in the history of the world. It just works. It's a perfect storm. It's a it's a perfect storm kind of shit because what you've got is. A casual, like, um, like city level production quality news interview for something right. that you don't really need to fucking ever hear about. Talking about a local winery, and the lady who's like doing the interview is kind of dumpy and. She's not a great interviewer, but she also has a side of her that's just kind of annoying. And she does this joke where she pretends to cheat. She's just kidding around. She pretends to cheat at the at the at the competition of stomping on the grapes. It's supposed to be this thing. Have you seen it? I have yeah. seen it. Yes. And and when she falls, it's almost like justice. And then the and then the fact that like her cry for breath is so funny, and then it gets bookmarked by the people back at the studio going, "Ooh, that looked. I hope she's okay." I like it's yeah. go. It's. I don't know how to, you couldn't craft a more perfect fucking scene. Absolutely, you uh, 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 I mean, it's here's the favorite part about this. The whole the favorite part, and you should know this. I've seen it. Thirty Rock. There are no less than three separate times throughout Where Liz the, Lemon falls and goes, she goes oh, 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 oh. Yeah, three, at least three oh times in the series. She's God, referencing the grape lady. I didn't know she's she was referencing, referencing the grape the lady. the fucking grape there, lady. You, now that you mention it, she specifically, yeah. Oh, oh it's oh, the oh, grape lady oh, cry. Oh, oh, oh. And, yes. Oh, Holy oh, oh. It's smoke. This, it's like, oh, oh, That's revelatory. Breathe. I can't breathe. She even says, like, I can't breathe. Can't like, breathe. It's, it's so good. So you know you know that Tina Fey was just an ultra fan of the original video and was like, she's I an ultra fan of, anything, of funny, anything funny. And she's no way she could not appreciate that. No, absolutely. That's 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 a comedy goddess seeing comedy gold and being like, well, that's the one. Stealing it in just the right way. Taking it you and absolutely reframing it, it multiple times. One second, you leave it there as like this multiple fucking little seasons. cherry. It's I love so that. Good. I love the callbacks on that show. Oh. 30 Rock. 30 Rock used to exist with, what else did we have? We had... It was 30 Rock, The Office, Community, and there was one. It was like the Thursday night lineup for a couple of years, and it was just I'm the, dying to know. It was the know. most pure two hours of just of just fantastic. God, I don't know. Oh, what was Modern it? Was, Family? Was it Modern Family? That's a good show. Was, I don't it watch was, it, but it I know it's a good the show. Office. Oh man, no, no. It's it was uh, Parks and Rec. The oh, okay. Office, right, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock, that. and Community for those few years when that was the Thursday Night Line. I, oh, par- I probably Rec, watched the Rec, equivalent maybe. of two or three seasons of, of Parks and Rec. I could ne- it never hooked me. I tried a couple different that times. That one I understand. I I'm a super fan of the show. Yes, but I can I understand just because it was such an ensemble cast that if you're if you're not a fan of of Leslie Nope, if you're not a fan of Chris Pratt or Ron Swanson, you know, and you're a fan of like I have Rashida n- Jones, or if you're a fan of 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 any of the other actors, and they're not going to appear as much because there's like seventeen. It's main funny characters. you say that because I I like Ron Swanson, I like uh, I Chris think most Pratt, people do. I yeah. like Leslie Nope. 
I don't like Rashida Jones. And Perkins. I'm the only person who's and ever Perkins. said, I don't like Beautiful Rashida Jones. Beautiful landflower. <laughs> And Perkins, dude, Rob Lowe in that show. Rob Lowe in that he's show great. is just so Flush. like he's always good. He's in his weird ass yeah. funny way. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a lady, but it's actually just a beautiful man. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, funny. that show did not stick with me. Um, That's fair. I tried Community once, didn't t- didn't hook. That yeah. one's also hit or miss. But I would also like can can I do my shout out into the universe to, to kind of manifest this? Yeah, man. If Dan Harmon is listening to this, creator of Community and and Rick and Morty, uh, I just wanted to say that. Uh, Ultimate ultimate fan here, sir, and I would love to play Dungeons and Dragons with you on your podcast. There you go. So there we go. Uh, you can hey, probably get that go. done. There it is. You're a go getter. You're you're a, you're a goal setting completer. Yeah. I think you could get that done. Play D and D, baby. Yeah, you um, love the D and D. Now love Rick it, and Morty is a whole D&D. separate fucking discussion. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Rick and Morty is one of the best new shows. Um, <laughs> it is in a long time. Rick and Morty is one of those hit or miss ones with community. It, it really is too because it, it it developed a kind of a toxic fan base. It started it started as a meme on the internet where it was it was right. some, it was some shit post about how you have to be fair you have to have a certain IQ to appreciate Rick and Morty. That's literally how it kicks off. And then it's, really? it's a copy pasta on Reddit where you can just change it and turn it and and basically uh, it's just, it turned into a whole lot of gatekeepers being like oh you're not smart enough you weren't one of the original fans of Rick and Morty you're not going to understand the jokes it's too dark for you. It kind of has just this reputation of having kind of that yeah. unfortunately. That Toxic fan base, which sucks because the show itself is so brilliant and so twisted and hilarious. Yeah, and I quote it all the time, horrifically. Just butcher the accents, but it's <laughs> it's so smart. It's it's Dan Harmon. It's everything he couldn't put onto network right. television in yeah. animated form. And the voice actors in that show are incredible. Great. Incredible. They're great. Unbelievable. A lot of them are recognizable. I think isn't the mom the chick from Scrubs? Scrubs. And isn't the the dad a guy from SNL? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Dr. Uh, fucking Chris Spaceman. Parnell, Parnell. Yeah, Chris Parnell. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are professionals. Um, yeah. And, and Justin I, Roiland, who does Rick and Morty. Right. Back and forth. That's brilliant. Which is, can you imagine just who does? ripping between those two? They have to record the lines separately. They must. Yeah, they for do. Sure. I so think he's they sometimes they don't, though. Like he just he, he, he can just go between the voices I like that. I think so. Sometimes Justin Roiland, you two are my god, and yeah, I would love I think, to play D and D with you as well. There must be a time where he doesn't, but I think he does a lot. That's fair. Well, just the the he had to because he's probably writing it all the time by himself. Yeah, that's true. Um, and maybe some improv pops in. And how much cheaper is it to do it all at once? Oh my god! It must be, or just easier for him. Well, substantially less studio time. He writes. Doesn't he write scripts too? Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's one of the the, like the creative nature. team. Yeah, yeah. Um, who does the voice for the daughter? Summer. Does anybody know? I don't. She might be one of my more, more preferred voices. I just I mind blank. Voice is really funny. Summer's fantastic. That's that's a good animated show. Do you guys do you guys get into the animated shows or no, not so much? No. A big American. Rick and Morty's kind of my exception. Rick and Morty's. Rick and Morty's good. I was a yeah. big Archer guy for the longest time. I tried two or three times. I like I like the earlier seasons. Uh, each of the, the each of the concept seasons, I totally respect what the creators did. They said we were getting bored of the show and we didn't want to get bored of the show, right. so we changed the format of the show to, to stay in love with the show. There are definitely but moments I, I were funny. In, I've seen yeah, them. Yeah. I fell in love. Well, I, it also was coming around. It, it it came out a little bit before Rick and Morty, and it was coming out. I feel like, you know, The Simpsons had introduced the world to kind of that type of animation. And then Family Guy came out and then Archer came out. And Archer was just a continuation of the jokes getting sharper and sharper and more R and X rated and being more adult humor. And then it had the spy theme. So it, it was kind of novel when it came out. And at this point, there's just so many, and especially with is Netflix. It you Benjamin, know. Jason? H. John Benjamin. The guy who does who the might have the sexiest voice in the entire He's world. He's got the funniest, most recognized. I remember Doc, Doc, Dr. Katz? Yeah. When he played the son, right? Yeah, and he does Bob's Burgers, too. Oh, my God. Bob's like, Burgers. I can't. I, Bob's Burgers. Burgers. I can't. I, tr- I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. good one. No, yeah. I tried to Bob's. I couldn't do it. Um, but. Uh, again, a specific style of humor. Yeah, but again, I'm not chomping to the bit for, for animated either. So it's already That's a struggle. completely and totally fair. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Honestly, cha- my big one, is yeah. my big two, Rick and Morty and BoJack. If you haven't seen BoJack. I hate BoJack. Let's talk about oh, how I now wow. hate you. Oh. Let's get into this. <laughs> oh, I try. Time for Eric yeah. to fight. Yeah, first, yeah. First our first fight. Why don't, you, why, don't you like, why don't you like Will it's Arnett so and Allison It's just so fucking lame. What's lame about brilliant our storytelling it's just oh, sure. it's like you psyche. can't what's that say that again <laughs> i want to hear i said what's what's good about brilliant dark twisted writing that uncovers the deepest depths of despair in the human psyche i think that you can apply that to any adult framed um animated series and it would be somewhat applicable i think we're all there most of our ones we watch the simpsons um uh south park uh, uh rick and morty um futurama they they tread on these um you know the the nerdy fucking like you said like you're not smart enough to like they all kind of do that we're like reflecting on our on our existence and and our our limitations and and um, shortcomings as humans and this weird fucking universe where we're fucking alone. Um, 
We're on they a rock all, in space, and then we die. Yeah. Um, there was just something about the I've combination of the over-the-top, he's a horse, and Will Arnett, I horse like. man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Will Arnett, I like. Um, loved him as Job. Um, did you see him in Flaked? Quick little two-second sidebar. I did. I didn't love that. That uh, one had a, that was a, that, I have opinions on that. Yeah. But to get back well, to your point, sorry. Um, oh. No, just, um, I tried watching a couple episodes, and maybe you should give something seven episodes before you judge it. I don't know. Maybe. But the 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 tone of the jokes, and the I just, I was struggling to find it entertaining, and uh, it just didn't work. That's fair. I think a big appeal of the show to a lot of people is, first of all, people in L.A., this is the target audience. It's yeah. set in this city. It very specifically has to deal with... Woke, like from L.A.? or it, Well, they call it Hollywood because I think in one of the earlier episodes they knock the D down in Hollywood and that's how they avoid any copyright infringement. But it's 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 set in Los Angeles. It's set right. in this world and it specifically centers around a washed acting, up actor. a washed up actor. He's He plays the equivalent of one of the actors from Friends in the 90s and he makes tens of millions of dollars off of, um, you know, off of each of the episodes and, and he's he's rich and set for life but he's self-hating because he's never had a project since that people identify him for mm-hmm. so he feels like a failed actor so I think it, it specifically appeals to a certain brand of people here That's in fair. Los Angeles yeah. and I, I will be honest a lot of the writing it, it really does delve deep into the character Bojack himself has a lot of um, insecurity uh, depression um, that are kind of passed down through his family uh, through his mother specifically, and has like a very contentious relationship with his mother, and a lot of those things you start caring about if you've watched the show for a couple of seasons and you right. develop a rapport with the character. So if they just hammer you with that right off the bat, and you're only watching a couple episodes, I could see how you're like, this is too unrelenting. And I do that a lot. Grim. It's not like this is the only thing that sucks to me. No, like I have a lot of things I start and I'm like I can't yeah. do it. You can't do it. Unless you're fine. you're a cyborg, so you identify. Right. Right. I enjoy He's watching. It's a much different experience. Yeah. You're different. Right. Yeah. Right. Half I machine. Just, right. Half right. horse. Half horse. Half horse. Right. So there's like, I see the similarities. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm here for. I actually I walk it. around on all four legs. Fun fact about me. When no one's looking. Yeah. I said all four legs, not all four limbs. So that's my that's second proof. secret. I actually already got those graphs we were talking about earlier. Oh I my God. I got to see those. Put put lower legs onto, please, my, onto my shins. Please laminate them. Yes, exactly. They need to look professional. Do you guys have any implants or tattoos? I have tattoos. How many tattoos do you have, Cooper? Three. What are they? Uh, area code, dad's initials, and th- grateful written in Polish. What's grateful written in Polish? Um, that. There it is. I like how you didn't even try to pronounce it. No, nah, I don't want to say it. I don't. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, it's it looks beautiful. I don't want to butcher like. it, so I don't. I was about say to say it. out of respect. The pronunciation is the hardest part of those languages. That's fair. I guess there's something to be said for being Eric Michael Johnson. It's true. No real difficulties pronouncing that there. Although I will say, I just went to Starbucks the other day, and they how how do you imagine how do you imagine Eric is spelled? If I were to tell you my E-R-I-C. name, uh, A A R O C. Okay, Georgia R Martin. It's spelled E R I C, but I they spelled it. <laughs> you said Starbucks, and I've gotten some interesting some interesting spellings. spellings. Of Cooper, that sounds nice. Really? Okay. What's the weirdest you And I looked at her. I said, I said, make it again. You're so polite. I don't want to drink the coffee in a cup that. Says Cooper. That, that I don't know who that is. Capoeira. No, it's Cooper. Yeah, that oh. absolutely. That that has to be intentional. Uh, uh, at first, I was like, oh, they're bored. They're bored. They're bored. Well, fun. yeah, and I also thought like maybe. Was there, oh, a, look, was there an Umar got the, the same U. thing I got? Yeah. Was there a tilde or a on any other letter? Like an Ula. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine. I'm like, you spelled this wrong. And some guy behind me is just like, is that's that for uh, Cooper? <laughs> that's what I mean. That's probably where they got it from. Oh, maybe like shit. you're such a racist. This is that's two racist things. So. How do they so E R I C if you're not K or C exactly? I'm a K or C. You're a C. I'm a C. Yeah, but it's e- it's either going to be C or it's going to be K. It's not E R I C H, and it's certainly not E R I C K, which is no. what I got. It was so interesting to me. There, I've seen a couple of CKs. You have not. Yes, I have. No, you're making that yeah, up. Yeah, why would I do that? I was on your I was on side on your side. Until I'm then. telling you right now. It's I'm gonna just search it. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. With but but here's the thing that surprised me. I said it happened a couple of weeks ago and it yeah. did. That's the fifth time it's happened. The other four times I've kept track. You have, know why? Have each happened at a Starbucks in Los Angeles. All five of them were you different know, Starbucks. You know why though? It it's absolutely intentional. But no, there's a reason. There's a reason why. I'm 99 oh, percent sure there's a reason why. Because I'm very famous and people like to pay attention to me and focus on me and make me the 
Close. Center of that, center point that might there. be it. It also might be that so many people who come to LA are looking to redefine themselves that simple Eric sometimes go, I need to make this Eric different. And so many of them have thought that same fucking thing that they've been spelling their goddamn names with an extra C or an extra K for 40 fucking years. And now these poor kids of the thing think that's how it's spelled. If that story was going to make sense anywhere in the world, it would be here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually quite logical if you think about it. <sighs> the number of people who change their fucking spelling of Jenny's and Sarah's and blah, 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 it's A-R-5. Why at the I, end? I had, like, give I me had, a break. I, I get had, it. But just change your name altogether. I had six different last names ready to go uh, because because I wanted Eric to Michael join SAG after it. Well, I wanted to join. So my name is Eric Johnson. Obviously, 20 million people have already taken that name for every conceivable everything. Joining SAG, having any sort of screen name or username on any social platform ever. Right. It's gone. There's another reason so, why they're competing for name. Like they've literally competing for names. Yeah. Literally. MJ. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, it's so. Well, I was thinking about it. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to do Eric Johnson, but my middle name is Michael. So I can't do Eric Michael. That's already been taken. Eric Michael, Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson has been taken. So I came in Eric ready. Michaels. To, I was ready to go Eric M. Johnson or for a, for a screen name, for a stage name through SAG, changing to my mother's maiden name, which is um, in native German. It's it's Vechtelkata, uh, but it's Vechtelkata. F-E-C-H-T-E-L-K-O-T-T-E-R. Like, and then I, love, I thought about I it. I love your mother, but. Terrible. Don't do that. Right. It I think that, no, because it's like it's like uh, Michael B. Jordan. Right. You know. Exactly. And yeah. Eric Michael Johnson sounds like a like a strong Joseph, like Joseph Gordon. Wait, Eric Michael Johnson's in this movie. Right. Like. And that's and that's why I was I so thrilled. Yeah. I I, it who was the other one? It was Joseph or, Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, oh shoot, oh I'm mind blanking. Um, how I Met Your Mother actor uh, Neil Hader. Pa- Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill Hader. Drake. Bill Hader's uh, a dude. He's just yeah, he's a awesome. Dude. Well, love that guy. We yeah. actually kind of have to wrap it up here. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I we're love at, that your mom's last name is like a Fetchel Cutter. Like a like a curse. That's it's Germanic. Yeah. We're at three hours. That's that, how that was, That's that how was comfortable a, it is in here. That was a that quick was fantastic. Yeah. When you get three fucking actors in a room, you're like, okay, just talk. No problem. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Dude, I'm so glad Any, you came on the show. And oh I want to know before you go. Any other. So we got the the spinal fusion. We got yeah. the navy. We got the technical yeah. writer. We learned who Eric We got the was actor. Today. Is four you four, your four year is. mark. Yeah. Um, what is what is next? What is, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna continue to create. We're uh, we're gonna continue to act. We're gonna continue to audition. And the next big step is taking the technical writing and turning it into the screenwriting. Because there's a. I mean, Cooper and I were just talking the other day about potential story ideas, right. and and that's the next step. I think in the industry, I think it's it can continue to be people. Instead of just doing the traditional auditioning route, creating their own material. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. there, I mean, there are programs through Amazon where if your if your pilot gets enough votes, they'll develop it. There, yeah. there are whole programs where you can just there. There's with the internet nowadays and with the ability to self-publish with Vimeo and with YouTube and with all these streaming sites, you don't have to wait. The traditional gatekeepers of the industry aren't stopping you from creating all your own stuff. So that's definitely the next thing for me is to continue to do the traditional route. And and obviously definitely going right, to right, succeed right. in that, you know, very very soon. No no question about that. But also just creating your own shit. Right. Awesome. Where, can the, where can the people yeah. find you? Where, can, where you got Instagram? Yeah, or? absolutely. So uh, going back to the the commonality of my name, Eric Johnson was uh, shockingly taken. Taken. Oh no. When I signed I up for Instagram. It. Ooh ooh. One last little twenty second story before yeah. we wrap up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, thirty second. Sixty. Fifty second. Five hours. Yeah, couple hours. In Chicago. Yep. I was interning. Yes. Super bored. One of the days I was YouTubing. It was like a Friday evening, and I found this little video. It's a 30-second clip uh, of uh, Darth Vader, a man dressed up as Darth Vader and four guys dressed up as Mm stormtroopers dancing to stop Hammer Time. Mm -hmm. And the words Darth Hammer Time kind of conjoined in my brain, and that's been my username on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Xbox Live, everything ever since. Because Eric Johnson... Is forever and always taken on everything. Right, but right. Darth Hammer Time. Now that I'm saying this, all you know, twenty thousand of your listeners are going to go try to take that username. Well, let's but, hope. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. But uh, Darth Hammer Time is is who I am on on all the love the social plats. And it. also, you should watch that video. It's hilarious. Darth Vader. Uh, Hammer I Time. have yeah, to gonna, watch all your I'm videos. I'm going to attach He's your link all Weird Al video too. Oh um, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. baby, baby. Yeah, yeah and oh, definitely yeah. get a link to uh, the College for Technical Writing for anyone who's absolutely. interested in yes. going into that field. Your work. Communication. Got to be absolutely chomping at the bits. Um, awesome having you, man. You'll be back. Absolutely. Yeah, in the new place, hopefully. I can, oh, oh, that's come back. We do we yeah. do office edition episodes every you now and then. You want to come back for an office episode? Ooh, you guys yeah, just want to do talk. Wait, wait, wait. There's a, there's, a, there's a test. How many times have you seen the series? 
twice. Only twice. I know a lot of people oh, do it more. So you fresh. need to watch one more series. Here, listen, season. hear me out. <laughs> I do. I do have an. Okay, let me ask you this real quick. Then, who are your favorite office characters? Because that speaks uh, to your personality. You have to choose one. Gun to your head. Don't do this bullshit. No, it's between blah 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 blah. Now blah. I'll be honest with you. Normally, I will say. I can't, and I'm not going to play by the rules because I don't do that shit. But I will play by this rule because I think it's worth it. Okay. And I have an easy one. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. I am Michael He's Scott. Superman. He's the Superman of the Justice choice. League. Right. Mine's, uh, mine's Creed. Strictly because of the one-liners. The, my, the funniest thing ever is where he just comes in and they're like, oh, Creed, nice Halloween costume, man. That blood looks so real. <laughs> and he's just I, didn't like, know it was Halloween. I didn't even know it was Halloween. That is... They're great. Really Good timing. <laughs> it's just that's the whole thing. That one line. That's classic. I was like, that's classic. He's my favorite character in the whole yeah, show. He's great. Ah, oh, gun to my head. I like head. when he came in as Joker and upstaged. <laughs> Damn um, it, Creed! <laughs> I was up since four. Why so was that? two times he's got it. I mean, he's there. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know if you, you guys are going to like one. my answer. to your head. We have first, 10 seconds for the end first, of the show. First thought was Dwight after thinking about it for a little bit. No, I honestly like Pam's, Pam's character. Four. Pam. You got it. Love it. Cooper is Pam. There it is. I love that he he's said got, that. He's got the Pam I, hair. I just love her character arc. Like, so un- so n- she's just not confident at all. At all. And then, like, going through this, you, you see a lot of her struggles throughout the show. And all of those really, like, Deep, not like deep, but those uh, those little moments in the office where they're like those magic moments. They it's, happen a lot. I love Michael, and I would say Michael, but a lot of them happen with Pam and Michael when they have like little moments. Their or final Pam goodbye. and Dwight, Their like when Dwight goodbye. when Dwight does that thing for Pam, when he you know sends off uh, with the book to his assistant, sure. gives it to Pam so she can figure it out and get the, him to you know change the building. Um, What's he do? Take down the. Uh, what are you talking about? When Pam's the office manager and she's trying to get Dwight to take down the, the billboards roach outside. Billboard? Yeah, the roach billboard. <laughs> and then the ply with the toilet paper. And that moment when he she figures it out and she's all happy. And then it shows that Dwight was hearing her crying to Jim. Right. And like you see a little bit of compassion in Dwight. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. That those are the reasons awesome. why I say Dwight and Pam because I love those little moments. Well, they're I best like friends. Pam. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, yeah they're best friends. Um, match, well, match made in heaven, yeah. So yeah, you'll, you'll come back next time for an office episode. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. I love it. Thanks again, man. Done. Great. All right. Perfect. Later, guys. See you guys. Peace. Peace.